Welcome to the sixth and last episode of the K-pop Show, a K-pop podcast for K-pop economists. I'm Trulina La, a senior at Evergreen Valley High School, here to present to you economics in K-pop. Today, we will be discussing: Is K-pop going down? Will it ever go down? With BTS going to the military, what will happen to South Korea's economy? First and foremost, the rise of K-pop has not been without controversy. There have been concerns about the exploitation of young idols, particularly in relation to their strict contacts and demanding schedules. There have also been accusations of cultural appropriation and racism in some K-pop music videos and performances. Many common controversies include allegations of bullying, abuse, and sexual harassment. This has led to several prominent artists facing backlash and boycotts, damaging their careers and the industry's reputation. As a result, fans may lose trust in the industry. Leading to a decline in demand for K-pop music and merchandise, there have been many cases where, alongside controversies, fans may no longer feel comfortable supporting these artists or the industry as a whole. The impact of this loss of trust could be significant, as K-pop relies heavily on the loyalty and the support of its fans. With a decline in demand for K-pop music and merchandise, the industry could see a decrease in revenue, leading to potential job losses and a negative impact on the overall economy. One of the biggest K-pop controversies of 2022 was that former La Seraphim member Kim Getem, who was removed from the group shortly after their debut in 2022, she was accused of being a bully by a few of her classmates. They claimed she was a delinquent and often physically hurt other students, with screenshots and seemingly solid evidence. Many fans were not on Getem's side, even though her label claimed her innocence. After much deliberation, it was decided that her contract with the company would be terminated and that she would be asked to leave the group, since it was deeply damaging to the other members and the group's reputation as a whole. Many fans canceled their album orders, and even some recorded them throwing away albums or Gatam's photo cards. Unfortunately for Gatam, it was revealed that she was innocent, but this whole situation was blown out of proportion for Gatam and the fans. These types of controversies are all both saddening and terrible for both the artists and the companies, as the companies work hard to try to protect their artists' images. However, with the idol life comes many that are trying to ruin their reputation in order for them to not live a successful dream. Second, idol life is just too demanding. We learn what trainees have to go through just to become an idol, but what about when they do become idols? Well. Many idols debut at such a young age, with many debuting at around 14 to 15 years old, starting as a trainee at around 11 to 12 years old on average. The trainee life is already taxing on teenagers and young adults, so just imagine how taxing it is to be on middle schoolers. Many have been exploited and overworked in their companies just for a shot at debuting, and many quit or go in debt for being in these companies. As an idol, their schedule is overpacked with practices. Fan meets and going on shows. The usual schedule in an idol can go from 6 to 8 a.m. all the way to midnight or even in the early a.m.s every day. Many idols experience burnout, and some even fall ill and have to go on a hiatus for a few weeks to a few months to recover. Many idols also receive hate from other fandoms. Fans of other groups tend to tear their rival groups down by only focusing on negative aspects. There are always comments on the idol's body weight, body fat, naked face. 
singing, and dancing skills. People have also had said hateful things about Idol's personal issues, including relationships and family members, making the Idol life hard for almost anyone to endure. Idols also experience having sassangs, or stalkers. These obsessive and borderline crazy stalkers call themselves fans and follows idols wherever they go, which results in a loss of privacy. It can be really hard to go and have a quiet walk by the Han River if you're an idol even at 1am, as a sasang can easily go there and find you. They leak phone numbers, addresses of where the idol is staying at if they're at a hotel, and personal information, as many of them have connections and money within the industry to exploit workers into giving them detailed information. Many stalkers have also reported to go into idols' hotel rooms if they are showering or out for dinner, and others tend to call them multiple times just so that they have a chance to talk to their beloved idol. These idols get trauma from sassings, and it is one of the worst things about being a K-pop idol. Unfortunately, due to the demanding idol life and treatment they get from companies, many idols resort to bad habits or even suicide. Fans have become increasingly concerned with how companies treat their favorite artists, and some have even threatened to boycott companies if they find out there is mistreatment of artists. There is also the point of the global pandemic. COVID-19 has disrupted the entertainment industry worldwide, and K-pop concerts, which are a major source of revenue for the industry, were canceled or postponed, resulting in significant financial losses for entertainment companies. Additionally, the pandemic has affected the mental and physical health of K-pop artists, leading to delays in album release and promotions. For example, BTS World Tour Map of the Soul, a highly anticipated tour with sold-out shows everywhere, had to be canceled due to the pandemic, causing HYPE to lose thousands of dollars and jobs. Lastly, the rise of K-pop imitators and copycats may lead to oversaturation in the market, leading to a decrease in demand for K-pop. With so many imitators and similar-sounding songs, fans may become disinterested in the original artist and seek out new and different genres of music. An article by All K-Pop took note on if K-Pop listeners believe idol music has declined, as many groups resorted to generic music and nothing new or exciting. Many fans believe that K-Pop comebacks have not been the same and have been underwhelming for the past comebacks. Others have mentioned that new groups were not able to meet the fans' expectations, causing many to become uninterested in K-pop. Now, let's talk about the potential of a downfall on K-pop on South Korea's economy. The Korean entertainment has been a significant contributor to the South Korean economy, with K-pop alone contributing billions of dollars in revenue. The country employs thousands of people, from artists to producers, and generates revenue through concerts, merchandise sales, and digital streaming. Additionally, the loss of K-pop's global popularity could negatively affect South Korea's image and reputation, potentially impacting tourism and foreign investments. K-pop has also helped to put out South Korea on the map, with millions of fans around the world tuning in to watch their favorite artists perform. If K-pop were to experience a decline in popularity, it could impact the country's overall image and reputation. It is clear that K-pop is a significant contributor to the country's economy, and any decline in the industry could have a far-reaching consequence. In addition to that, the mandatory military service in South Korea could actually cause some issues for K-pop groups. The mandatory military service lasts for around 18 to 21 months, and it affects all able-bodied men between the ages of 18 and 28. This means that K-pop idols, including BTS, will eventually have to fulfill their military service obligations. 
the impact of BTS military period and other K-pop military service on South Korea economy is twofold. On the one hand, their absence in the K-pop scene may lead to a temporary decline in revenue for the entertainment industry, as fans will not be able to attend concerts or purchase merchandise related to their favorite idols. This could result in a short-term negative impact on the economy, and the entertainment industry is a significant contributor to South Korea's GDP. However, it is important to note that the temporary absence of K-pop idols due to military service is a well-established practice in South Korea, and entertainment industries has found ways to mitigate the impact. For example, companies may focus on promoting other artists or groups while their most popular idols are away. This could provide opportunities for new and lesser-known artists to gain exposure and build their fan base. Many used to believe that once an idol enlists for the military, it is that end of their idol career. However, now, this is not the case. Many groups have members preparing to enlist, will also have members go one by one, and the remaining members will also be doing solo activities to continue promoting their group and retain their fan base. Furthermore, once K-pop idols complete their military service, they often receive a lot of attention and support from fans upon their return. This could lead to a surge in demand for their music and merchandise, resulting in a temporary boost to the industry's revenue. In the long term, BTS military service and other K-pop idols' military obligations could actually have a positive impact on the South Korean economy. Military service is a highly respected in South Korean economy, and the fact that K-pop idols must complete their service like any other able-bodied men reinforces this value. Additionally, the military offers opportunities for K-pop idols to hone their leadership and teamwork skills, which could benefit them and their companies in the long run. Furthermore, the global success of BTS and other K-pop groups has helped to raise South Korea's profile and image around the world. This could potentially lead to increased tourism and foreign investment in the country, which could help offset any temporary decline in revenue during the period of K-pop idol's military service. So with that being said, will there ever be a downfall of K-pop? It is difficult to predict the future with certainty, but there are several potential factors that could contribute to a decline in the success of K-pop that we haven't really talked about yet. A potential factor is the changing tastes and preferences of audiences. As music trends evolve over time, it is possible that K-pop style and sound may become less popular among global audiences. In addition, there may be a shift away from the emphasis on visual appeal and performance in K-pop, which has traditionally been a significant part of the genre's appeal. Political issues could also impact the success of K-pop. Political tensions between countries could impact the ability of K-pop to expand and gain popularity in, cer in certain markets, which is important to global sales and the success of K-pop groups overseas. Lastly, the aging of K-pop idols and the need for new talent could also contribute to a decline in the industry's success. As the original generation of K-pop idols grow older and potentially leave the industry, there may be a need for fresh talent to replace them. This could lead to challenges in finding new artists with the same level of appeal and talent as their predecessors. However, despite these potential challenges, it is important to note that K-pop has already demonstrated that its resilience and adaptability in the face of changing trends and challenges. As long as the industry continues to innovate, evolve, and produce high-quality music and performances, it is likely to captivate audiences and maintain its success. 
I believe that the K-pop industry will continue to grow and evolve in the upcoming years. The rise of social media and streaming platforms has made it easier for K-pop to reach a global audience, and I think we'll see a lot of collaborations between Korean and international artists in the future. As for its impact on the economy, I think we will continue to see K-pop contribute to the export industry and the tourism industry. Additionally, there is a growing interest in K-beauty and K-fashion, which can lead to further economic growth in those industries as well. Ultimately, the success of the K-pop industry and its impact on the South Korean economy will depend on a variety of factors, including global economic conditions, technological advancements, and changes in consumer preferences. However, I believe that with its strong fan culture, talented artists, and innovative content, the K-pop industry has the potential to continue to drive economic growth and cultural influence in the years to come. If the K-pop industry continues to innovate and adapt to changing trends and customer preferences, they will be able to continue the success and the Korean wave for many years and decades even. This could include expanding into new markets, collaborating with international artists, and experimenting with new forms of content creation. That's all for today's episode, the last episode of The Downfall of K-pop. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed learning about this fascinating topic and about K-pop as a whole. I certainly hope you have enjoyed The K-pop Show, a K-pop podcast for K-pop economists. Ending this podcast is this week's and last K-pop song choice, No Return by La Seraphim.